Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. The X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. All-Hit Radio. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome back, everyone. This is the Exxon. I'm Rob McConnell, and for all of you joining us now on the iHeartRadio Network, welcome. We're coming to you from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. And you can also listen to us on the Mutual Broadcast Network, on the Talkstar Radio Network, and across Europe on Euro Radio TV. If you'd like to send me an email, it's very simple. Exxon at exxonradiotv.com. And um, if you'd like to find out about the great programming we have available for you, 724-365 on the Exxon Broadcast Network, xzbn.net. My guest this hour is Linda Joyce. She is an international life coach, columnist, writer, lecturer, astrologer, and TV personality. Uh, Linda Joyce's best-selling book, The Day You Were Born, combines your sun sign and your birthday number in a unique... No, no, no. That's The Day You Were Born. What did I just say? Uh, oh. That's what I said. Linda Joyce's best-selling book, The Day You Were yes. Born. Oh, sorry. I'm so sorry because I'm focused on my new book. I'm so sorry. Well, there you... Yes. You ruined a beautiful intro. I'm so sorry. Sorry, I apologize, and I will make it up to you. Uh, you don't have to. You're a very nice lady, and I, I appreciate you taking the time to be with us tonight. So tell the audience the name of your new book. Called The Man Thing, 100 Interviews with Men. It took me five years to do. Did you enjoy writing it? Oh, my God. I loved every minute of it, and I have to tell you, I didn't understand men and I thought I did more than I did because men never talk about how they really feel unless you really ask them certain questions. And I got, of course, I gave them all anonymity, so they were, felt very comfortable in talking about the truth. And I'll tell you, I love men more now than ever before. Well, that rules out questions five, six, seven, and eight, getting to know who. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, yeah. the first thing. The first thing that, and I don't have that on my, the first thing that I learned about men was how difficult it was to be a man. Well, you know, I, I don't know well, about we that. I, women, find, I, we find, don't have to... I, I find it Go very ahead. easy to be a man. You know, I, listen, my, well, ki- my kids will tell you that I wear my heart on my sleeve. Well, there you go. Yeah. There's the difference. But a lot of men, the, I, I interviewed men from 29 to 70. I okay. didn't do the millennials, the earlier ones. But men who are in touch with their emotions mm-hmm. have a much easier time of it. 
But men have to prove their manhood every day, and they're always conscious of it. Most men are. If you just accept who you are and you say, screw it, I'm going to live my life my way, how, how fantastic is that? But unfortunately, most men don't do that. Oh, geez, I've been doing it that way for 65 years, and it's worked out pretty well Well, congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> then, then, and we have some men who have done it easily and right, sure. but most of them haven't. It's particularly, particularly American men. American men are so caught up in the macho image that, it puts a lot of extra pressure on them. I remember I was uh, sitting in for a talk show host who was doing an afternoon show, and uh, it was hunting season. And the lady called up and she said, Rob, what do you think about hunting? I said, listen, the only reason a man goes hunting is to express his lack of sexuality because the gun becomes the <laughs> extension of his penis. But you see, then you're a man who's in touch with his emotions and your more sensitive side, and that's fantastic. My you Lord. have an easier time of it. My Lord, I've got three little dogs, little Shih Tzus. I take them up and down the streets. They come with me everywhere. I love my dogs. I'm not afraid. I'm six foot five, two 265 pounds. Wow. Yeah. So well, I, there I, you go. I, you, you, know, have, you know, you were, you were born with the stature of manhood, which is a big asset, because men who are not struggle a lot with that. Well, you know, as much as I'd like to take the credit for this, I've got to give the credit to two great people in my life, my mom and my dad, because they taught me at a very young age the basis foundation yep. that brought me to where I am today, and I love them dearly for it. Well, that, that is the key. But, you know, unfortunately, most men don't have good relationships with their father. Really? And they don't have a mentor in their life that helps, wow. helps uh, transition them into manhood. And a lot today, a lot of young boys are raised by women. And, and myself included, because I'm divorced, oh. and I thought, oh, I, I have a son. I could do it all. Yeah. You know, if you love them and you do it right and you have good values. Yeah. It should be enough. No, men need men to learn how to be men. I never really understood that until now. Well, let's talk more about this when we come back from this commercial break. Exo Nation. All right. My guest this hour who interrupted her own bio is Linda Joyce, and her website <laughs> is www.lindajoyce.com. And we'll both be back on the other side talking about her new book, The Man Thing, here in the Exxon with yours truly, Rob McConnell. Don't go away. I'm so sorry. <laughs> This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember, 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. I am Dr. Carl O'Helvey, founder, president of a new cancer foundation focusing on evidence-based physical, mental, and spiritual interventions, including natural cancer cures, prayer, meditation, affirmations, nutrition, and other related holistic cancer prevention and cure modalities. These are used in cancer education, research, and financing care. I ask for your help to continue this important work by donating 
at www.holisticcancerfoundation.com. Hello, I'm Pete Marsh. With my daughter Justina, we will be presenting the new radio show, Too Good to Be True. If something seems too good to be true, it usually is. But with the help of Justina's amazing gifts, we're going to gain insight into questions that don't yet have complete answers. Have you wondered who built Stonehenge and for what reason? Why are crop circles found in the same region as Stonehenge and elsewhere? Are crop circles a hoax or are they created with technologies that we have little knowledge of? Who built the pyramids in Egypt and also in other countries? How and why were they built? Was the Titanic switched with the Britannic as part of a gigantic insurance fraud or for more insidious reasons? What caused the Tunguska event when trees were flattened over an 800 square mile area in Siberia? Will the new insights be too good to be true? Well, that will depend on what you are prepared to believe. Please join us as we start on this journey together. For more information on Too Good To Be True, visit www.xzbn.net. Little children aren't the only ones afraid of the dark. Millions of soldiers return from war zones with PTSD, anger, frustration, fear, and loneliness, much of which surfaces during the darkness of the night. You have the chance to change the lives of these American heroes. Songs and Stories for Soldiers.us provides free MP3 players for these men and women. With a list of 3 million songs in 16 different styles, 100,000 audiobooks, and 30,000 old-time radio programs, every veteran can find something to soothe and comfort them at no cost. All our players contain an 8-hour audio program designed to help veterans fall asleep. With 1,500-plus vets now participating, it's our goal to deliver 10,000 audio players this year. Go to our website at songsandstoriesforsoldiers.us. Help us help a veteran make it through the night. Ladies and gentlemen, the man song. I don't take no crap from anybody else but you. I wear the pants around here when I finish with your laundry. Because I'm a guy you don't want to fight. When I say jump, you say, yeah, right. I'm the man of this house until you get home. He's the man. He's the man. What I say goes around here right out the window. And I don't want to hear a lot of whining, so I'll shut up. The sooner you learn who's boss around here, the sooner you can give me my orders, dear. Because I'm head honcho around here, but it's all in my head. He's the man. He's the man. And I can have sex any time that you want. Because I'm a man who has needs, but they're not that important. And don't expect any flowers from me, because if I'm not mistaken, you prefer jewelry. I'm the king of my castle when you're not around. He's the man. He's the man. And I'll drink and watch sports whenever I want to get in trouble. And I'll come home when I'm good and ready to sleep on the couch. Because a man's got to do what a man's got to do. And I'm going to do what you tell me to. Because I'm top dog around here, but I've been neutered. He's the man. He's the man. You the man. Exonation. My guest this hour is Linda Joyce, and uh, her website is www.lindajoyce.com. And that you, we dug that out of the archives just lovely. for you. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> All right. So, Linda, when you were doing your your uh, the research for your book, what was the most awe-inspiring moment for you? Awe-inspiring moment. Um, well, I think that I. I would like to say that I was amazed mm-hmm. at how much men want to please women because we as women don't realize that, unfortunately. And I think part of that is our fault. Really? Yeah, because I think that women, ha- are ra- you know, men are raised to be ma- macho men and women are raised on fantasy. And we have these illusions of what relationships should be like, what marriage should be like, what everything should be like. And unfortunately, uh, I'm not 
a critical person, but mm-hmm. there's a lot of women who are. And if they criticize their man too much, they give up. Men give up a lot faster than women. Women, women are always surprised when, like, if, if you tell the man to pick the restaurant and then you complain that it's wrong, and you, keep, and you do it more than once, he, he's not going to pick the restaurant too many more times. Oh, well, it's only right he, that he doesn't after a few times, you know. If you're not happy, I'm not pick it yourself. Disagreeing, but yeah. women are very surprised when they give up because women never give up. We're we're out there to, you know, we hang on like you wouldn't believe, and um, and we hang on sometimes for good reasons, and we hang on for all the wrong reasons too. So, but but men, I was really amazed at how really important women are to men. Number one, the, the first thing is it's the ultimate prize. Men work for power and money. You know, Tony Montano in Scarface was 100% right. He said, first, first you've got to have the money. When you get the money, you've got to have the power. And then when you get the power, you get the women. Women oh, are the ultimate... Wait a sec, wait a sec, wait a sec, wait a sec. Hold on here. I disagree with you. Well, of course. You're a more sensitive man. Like when my wife and I met, you know, um, I, I wasn't who I am today. It's because of her, her help, her guidance, yeah. her partnership I, with that's, me. That's, that's, that's somebody who really has a good relationship and is open to a relationship. Yeah. And actually, marriage works really well for men if they have the right partner. It actually helps them grow. It's 100% true. So would, we, would the next question be, why do men, in so many cases, pick the wrong partner then? Well, I don't think that. I think that timing is more important to men than even the woman. When the there's a there's a famous saying that um, woman marries when she meets the right man, and marry, man marries when it's the right time. And uh, and in some ways it's true because if you if they meet the right woman at the wrong time, and they have to prove, a lot of men feel they need to prove their value that they deserve to have what they want, and so. They want to be successful. They want to have the power before they have the woman. And um, a lot of, particularly American men, I mean, they're raised on the whole success thing. It's terrible. And a lot of them fight it, and, and they're upset with it, but they're still ruled by it, which is a shame. But And today, with sex so prevalent, a lot of men don't want to get married that early. And... Um, I found that a lot of men around 35 to 45 started to change, if they, particularly if they weren't commitment-orientated before that, that they um, uh, all of a sudden they start to look, you know, it's, it gets boring to have to date a new person all the time and to... Uh, Jeez, I, I, I don't know. You know, like, I, I'm sitting here listening and I'm saying, God, these aren't the guys that I know. Well, that's fantastic, but you know, there's a lot of men out there that wow. think this way. Wow, that that's I I don't know what to say about that. You know, like the people I know, you know, they were married at 21, still married today. Yeah, sure, they it, don't get married at 21 today, at least here in America. Well, why not? You know, is it because money is the root of all evil? No, it's because, first of all, men value their independence uh, sometimes too much. Not every man. There are some men who want to get married and want to settle out, but they weren't the majority, at least not the ones I was interviewing in America. And the problem is with sex so available, it, there's no reason for a man to get married right but, away. But there was and always the more that. He avoids, sex- and they don't even have to deal with their emotions. They have all these apps that they can get a date so fast that... They don't, you know, you know, in the old days, when a guy wanted to ask a girl out, he had to go through all the emotional trauma of calling her up and asking her out and worrying about her, turning them down. And he had to deal with his emotions. He had to face them. And, yeah. you know, that makes them stronger. But they don't do that anymore. And, you know, it's very difficult for men and women to face their emotional issues. It's really scary. So, um, first time, you know, I'm, I'm older, so my generation... Yeah didn't do that. So, so where did society go wrong? Too fast, too, too easy. You know, it's really interesting because the most controversial part of my book was something I never expected it to be controversial at all, mm-hmm. um, was to sleep with a man on the first date. 
um, when, you know, um, when I was still writing the book, uh, I was interviewed by the Daily Mail, and when they printed the article, for one week it went viral, and I did a lot of radio and, and interviews and and even TV shows for this one week. It was crazy. And what I found was the women were angry at, at the answer to that question because I found, first of all, I find that in an interview you get a better answer because men, the first answer they often give you is the one they think you want to hear. So would you judge a woman for sleeping with you on the first date? I just threw that in. And they said, oh, of course not. But come to think of it, I'd never take her home to meet mom. Come to think of it, I've never had a long-term relationship with any woman I slept with on the first date. All of them, it's like, it was so shocking. Mm. And... And so when I, when I got through with all the interviews, really 85% of the men would judge a woman. And, and, and yet 85% of these men would take this woman out, go to bed with her, and uh, you know, say, well, goodbye. And a lot of times, one of the things that came up was the 50% rule. And the 50% rule, according to this man, was that, first of all, when a man is in lust, he doesn't know the difference between lust and love. He thinks he can be in love. He might even think and imagine marrying that woman that night. And he sleeps with her. And the next morning, he wakes up and he goes, oh, my God, what did I do? He is in a totally different state of mind. The woman is still remembering how important she was to him the night before, how he whatever promised he was madly in love with her he was she was sure and now she can't wait to get her out the door so this men don't always distinguish between lust and love and a woman is has a has a problem with that well i i don't th- i think there are many women out there who who treat men the same way as these 85 i agree with you, you know so this is starting to sound like a uh a, a play out of the uh, what's the name of that guy on TV? Charlie Harper. You know, two and a half men. <laughs> His playbook. Really, I don't know him, but um, but yes. But the thing is, is that it, it's it's different. It's different as it is today. Of course, it's it's much more challenging. Um, I think for both men and women, and um, and emotionally, it's. It's very, very difficult because women who wait too long, I mean, the, the thing that men hated the most was women who were 35 and older because they want to get married and just use them to have a baby. And they feel their desperation. You know, it's, it's crazy. All right, so- but I was also very impressed with some of the men's answers because when I asked the guys what was sexy, mm-hmm. most men agreed on one thing. The number one thing that was the sexiest for most men was confidence. I was very impressed with that. They thought a woman who was in charge of herself, who radiated confidence in who she was, that they found that to be incredibly sexy. So so where did you get the, what was the criteria for being one of the men that you would interview for? In the beginning, book? anybody would come for an interview. <laughs> and I have to tell you, I've never picked up more men in my life at parties. And I travel a lot. So I interviewed men from all over, um, which was great. And, and I interviewed men. I didn't try to pick them. I just tried to, whomever I ran into who would come for an interview, I, I asked. And I got people who were CEOs and heads of companies down to the guy who's, who serves coffee at the local diner. So I had a vast array of, of men. And, and the thing is that most men don't admit a lot of their fears and a lot of their issues. Um, but when you really are interested in what they have to say, and you, I had a, a list of questions that I went through. If we diverted, I, I went down that path, but I stuck to those questions too, and it was very interesting that how vulnerable men were. They, you know, one of the things that drives women crazy is when a, when a man is feeling vulnerable, he doesn't answer you. He won't he won't tell you what's wrong. He just won't talk to you about it. Sounds like these men and, were very insecure. Well, yeah, I think that unfortunately a lot of U.S. men are very insecure. I think Europeans and some other cultures, mm-hmm. uh, the men are a little bit more secure. I do. 
So why do you think that? Do you think it's the the macho thing with American men? Yes, why they're, they're not so secu- uh, secure? Well, well, and you know there was every 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 man that I talked to, mm-hmm. they could remember the time in their childhood when they had to hide their emotions and pretend not to be too vulnerable because they would be bullied, they would be picked on, so they had to act wow. strong. Now, the ones who were born alpha males and had no problem competing, I mean, that was a whole different ballgame, but they had another set of problems. All right, you and, and a I, lot of them... Wait a sec, hold on here. Whoa, 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 we got to take a commercial break. Please stand by. Exonation, okay. uh, Linda Joyce is our guest, www.lindajoyce.com. We're talking about Linda's new book, The Man Thing, here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. My name is Rob McConnell. Don't go away. are our personal gateways into infinite wisdom. Don't miss Shamanic Counselor and Indigenously Trained Dream Decoder Sandra Corcoran's inspiring book, Shamanic Awakening Between the Dark and the Daylight. This remarkable work chronicles Sandra's 35 years of experience with diverse wisdom keepers and her initiations throughout the Americas and across the British Isles, Turkey, Greece, and Egypt. Sandy's knowledge of symbology, psychology, and myth influenced her dream blog and workshops. Sandy offers private tarot readings, international journeys, a meditative CD, as well as her book, Shamanic Awakening, to encourage you as you navigate this earthwalk, creating a deeper connection to yourself and all that is. Find this and more at Sandy's website, starwalkervisions.com. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. How would you like to be able to read other people's minds? Well, the next best thing is here. When you know how to read a person's name, you know how the person thinks, feels, and behaves. Each letter in our name holds a key to unlock our true essence. Our name contains both our gifts and challenges in this lifetime. Nemology Science discovers personality secrets hidden in the placement of the letters of our names, including the first and last impression people remember about us. Sharon shows us how to interpret the arrangement of letters as outlined in her book, Know the Name, Know the Person. Sharon Lynn Wyeth created Nemology Science after 18 years of research and testing her theories and has supported thousands of people around the world in understanding themselves and others better. You'll enjoy Sharon's unique teachings as she shares her system to learn the gifts behind your given birth name. Even if you don't like your birth name, there are jewels in this book. If you're thinking of changing your name, ready to name your child, or wanting to get along better with others, this is the book for you. If you'd like to improve your relationships and change your life for the better, get the book today, Know the Name, Know the Person, or visit www.knowthename.com. That's www.knowthename.com. Hello, I'm Justina Marsh, and with my dad, Pete, we are going to present a new show called Too Good to Be True. Together, we are aiming to discover more truths about this world and beyond. Do you have unanswered questions about the world? Do you ever wonder about aliens, conspiracy theories, or the universe? There are many shows discussing subjects such as pyramids or UFOs, but we want to relay this information based on our own research, including from spiritual means. 
Hopefully, listeners will be helped with their own beliefs and will appreciate the psychic insights that add to the previous research and information. We both look forward to sharing this insight and beginning this journey with our listeners. Visit xzbn.net for more information about when to listen. Donation. Linda Joyce is our guest this hour. We're talking about Linda's new book, The Man Thing. And her website is www.lindajoyce.com. Now, these men that you uh, interviewed for your book, Linda, were they married? Yeah. Were they single? Were they divorced? What was the, oh, what was the common oh. thread? Well, they're men, you know, from 29 to 70. I didn't discriminate between. They had to be Western heterosexual men that um, had at least, you know, been living in the U.S. for a while, even if they weren't born here. Um, so it's basically Western heterosexual men. And um, okay, so would you would you you know were they were they college graduates, high school graduates? Were they blue collar, oh. white collar? Were they bankers, oh. investors? What? I said I had them from the top of the barrel from a lot of my club from CEOs to owners of hedge funds down to the local coffee guy and barrister at Starbucks and and all these guys they're not that different by the way and all these guys you know the difference is the amount of balls and courage you have to take that risk but men basically struggle with the same issues and and a lot of them have to do with self-confidence because men aren't validated for the right reasons today you know in, in primitive times you know, if, if they went out there and were macho and risked their life, they, they were honored for it. Today, it's it's a display with very little honor in it. So, I don't know. We still I have some I, of know, the behavior got, without without you, the results. But um, how can you say that? I, you know, wait a, a sec, big, wait a sec, wait a sec. Hold on. When you're talking to people, uh, for example, members of the military, uh, first responders, policemen, firemen, uh, hey, doctors, they, those on. are the guys. Who have who are not afraid to do that, and they are. They have a job, mm-hmm. hopefully, that values what they do and honors them. But we have problems with that here too. You know, it's not across the board. Hopefully, they are honored and should be. Okay, so let me ask but, you, you know, this: it's what, very, was, what was the reason for writing your book? Well, I deal with people's problems for the last 35 years, okay? I mean, nonstop. And um, most of them are women. I do have men clients. But men come to me for specific problems, not necessarily long-term issues. They have a problem. They want insight on it. They want to solve it. Great. So I have seen women change from... In, from the fe- feminine revolution into going out into the world. And I was wondering how men were dealing with all these changes, with women owning their own power and being out there. And I really never had a chance to really talk to men one-on-one like that. So I finally set up my first interview, and I said to myself, I'll either learn something new or it'll be all the same, and I should give up my idea. Uh, from my first interview, I knew that there was a lot that women did not know about men. How does, how does the new social media affect men? It makes them not have to confront their emotional issues, which is terrible. So, so they, they remain children. So they hide behind the anonymity that the social medias yes. allow. Yes, and, and they can have quick sex. They don't have to do anything for that sex. They don't have to do much for that sex because that's what people hook up for. And it's terrible. Before, they had to go through all this emotional stuff and challenges. They had to deal with themselves, and it made them stronger men in the long run, for sure. But what is wrong with a man and a woman who want to engage in mutual sex? I don't have of- any problem with that. If, But the problem is, is that I don't think everybody is honest on what they really want. I think women think... That's all they want is sex. But then if they have sex with somebody yeah. a few times, they start 
wanting more and they keep saying they don't want more but they do and a lot of times the men are afraid to fall in love because love makes you vulnerable by the way and vulnerability is not macho and if you have trouble holding your own or holding up to be manly then being vulnerable is scary and you might run just because you're in love wow yeah I'm seeing a whole new a side problem. of I'm seeing a whole new side side of manhood here. And and the wonderful thing about the book is it's not in my voice, it's in the voices of all the men and it's not done by interview, it's done by subject. Right. So if you take the subject of of dating or masculinity or emotions, you know, whatever it is, of fathers and sons, it's 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 I I I put the men's answers to the question so you see the different voices of how they feel about those things in their own words which is amazing and and some of them are tearjerkers some of them are exciting some of them are funny and it's the whole gambit it's it's amazing i i actually i i learned something very important by interviewing men because some of the men i didn't know when they came for the interview because because they were recommended by a friend or a friend or another person who came for an interview and they walked through the door and I'd say, oh God, how am I going to get through this interview? I, it, let's say I didn't like them right. right away. They had the big ego or chip on their shoulder. And they'd sit down and they start to open up and tell me the truth because that's something I'm good at. And let me tell you, I think there's nothing sexier than the truth. Because the man who I thought had a big attitude and he sat down and he started to feel comfortable to open up and he was telling me how he cried when his girlfriend left him and he started to be really honest. I mean, I could relate to everything about him and that, that surface mask was gone. And when you really have the truth and you relate to everybody, honestly, it's incredibly sexy. But women don't show uh, aren't honest with men like men are supposed to be honest like women like i'm sorry i agree with, i yeah. don't think either sex is that honest 100 percent. so is this and a character trait or is this you a, are yeah. when you have the confidence to be honest because you're not trying to please anybody you're just trying to be yourself and you and you don't care what other people think but how many people can do that very few very few people most people are too invested in what other people think of them you know, so, you know, statistics show that we're going into a, a a society where there's going to be far less marriages and more common law marriages. No, yeah. I know, and I I come from a different generation of that. No, so do I. But I think that's a lack of commitment, and I think without a commitment, you can't really go deeper into a relationship. If you don't have a commitment, and you can always just walk away from a problem. You're well, never going to learn anything. But what is like, what is that piece of paper going to do? How is that piece of paper? Piece of paper. Well, it's wait about a second. Making a... So, so what? You know, if if two grown adults realize that you know what, we're going to do our best, and if it doesn't work, we split our ways. Now, isn't that isn't that more honest than the the woo wooing and the the dating the buying of gifts. And what happens is you're always going to have a problem, and if you're used to running from problems instead of dealing with them, you know I, it's funny. My doorman is one of the people that I interviewed, and yeah. he he was amazing because he was kind of a hot shot, good with women, and he's with one woman now. Yeah, and. He, he had a problem. They had a problem. And he, he finally, if you don't stand up and deal with the problem, he said, you either deal with this problem with me or I'm not going to be here, but we have to deal with it. You can't just, he, he was usually doing the woman role. I was, it was amazing. He's amazing. And I'll tell you, it changed the relationship. But he could have easily walked away, and that relationship wouldn't have gone deeper. Have you ever known that the people that you struggle with to understand, to know better, to, to do... My, my son, who's visiting me right now, growing up, he... Oh, my God, he was so difficult for me to deal with. He was so different than I was. And we both, we have the best relationship now, and we're so close. You know why? We struggled for that relationship. Of course. It was not an easy one. We both had to understand each other and learn to compromise. And when he was old enough for both of us to do that, amazing. When you, everything is so easy, life is not easy. It's full of challenges. How are you going to deal with the challenge? And people are not taught to deal with them. Do you know that most people can't confront anybody? Anybody. 
they're upset, they just turn their back, they don't deal with it, they put them, you know, 85% of the problems I deal with as a life coach is the fact that people can't say no, they can't set a boundary. And that's the truth. But once once again, is, isn't this part of that person's psyche, their upbringing, their ability to cope, their learning skills? Well, it's also so the social arena that's teaching them. They don't have to deal with it. People don't deal with difficulties unless they know there's something good that comes from it, or they're taught to do that, or they're shamed to do that because of society demands it of them. And if you can get away with it, most people get away with it until it causes them a lot of problems. And it will. If you don't commit, you know, I have no problem. If that person doesn't want to work it out with you, there's nothing you can do. But how many people can actually put their feelings on the table and say how they feel? If you can do that, you can get through any relationship and you'll know whether it's going to work or not because you're dealing with the truth. But that doesn't just relate to a relationship. That relates to that person's life. The people they deal with at work, the people that they deal with on the street, their next door neighbors. You know, so... This is, it's, this it's is true. It. I'm just talking about generalities now, okay. that that's a problem in society now because people can get away with things so easily. You ask me the difference today. Yeah. Well, the difference is today nobody has to deal with anything. They can get another sexual partner in five minutes. But there's more to life than sex. Well, for men at a certain age, that's not necessarily oh, true. Oh, I don't, I don't agree with you there. When, I, when the hormones are raging, that's all they're thinking of. I don't think so. They may be thinking okay. about it, but they're not going to go out of their way to cheapen themselves. You know how many men visualize standards? undressing women and, and, and having sex with them? I was amazed at the amount of visualization men do. Probably the same amazed. amount of women that, that do the same thing. Uh, women, women are less visual that way. I'm sorry. We, we, it's not, uh, we, uh, we imagine marrying you, having kids, that, having the perfect life. We don't imagine necessarily getting you in bed and having sex with you. Maybe people from your era and my era, exactly. but the people today. Very possible because the people today things are a, definitely changing. Exactly. And the next book I'm writing is on the millennials. So I will learn a whole different set of rules. And believe me, there are a different set of rules, and they look at life differently. It's true. That's why I had a cutoff point, because I knew. But you have to understand the other generation before you understand what's changed. If you don't understand both both sides, you don't really understand it. So well, that's that where we're coming from. But doesn't that apply to anything in life? Of course. Of course. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So at least I have the foundation of what it was it is changing drastically but women but you see it's changing but i'm sorry what i found is how traditional so many men were and how traditional women are fighting for their independence but they're also they're they're taking on some of the worst qualities of men you know they're now holding back their emotions they have to have a tough face in the business world Mm -hmm. they 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 end up doing the same thing men do and Which is they don't show their vulnerability. They want to, you know they want their total independence. Everything is split down the middle. There's no community sharing. There's less of it. And it un- so there's no reason to stay together when you keep yourself separate. And unfortunately, the only people that suffer in these circumstances are any children that this this couple yes. may have. More screwed yes. up kids. All right, stand by. You and I have to take our final break. Exonation Linda Joyce is our special guest this hour. Her website is www.lindajoyce.com. And we'll be back on the other side of this break as we wrap up this hour here in the Exon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. My name is Rob McConnell. Don't go away. Are you curious? Do you want to learn more about how the world works and have fun at the same time? Study coincidences with me, Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD, on my Connecting with Coincidence radio show here on the XZBN Network. 
Listen to Jungians theorize, statisticians randomize, true believers evangelize, while I categorize. I dance to the rhythm of coincidences. People who experience me see more of them. Maybe something on the show matches a thought in your mind. Let us know. Expand your mind to the weirdness happening around you. Synchronicity spoken here, there, and everywhere. For more information, put Connecting with Coincidence in your search engine and find my website, my social media sites, and my blog. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. True healing must address four levels, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, for us to live joyful and productive lives. We tend to treat three of the four, leaving the spiritual languishing. If you're tired of the same dysfunctional patterns cropping up in your life, Soul Balancing is for you. Trixie Phelps, owner and founder of Soul Balancing, is a naturally gifted energy healer trained in numerous esoteric forms, including shamanism. Trixie has created a powerful modality that safely and effectively clears your energetic field. A Soul Balancing session can remove interference, heal trauma, and restore your hope. Contact Trixie for a life-changing long-distance session today, www.soulbalancing.world. There's a legend shared by many indigenous cultures of a time when the nations were cast to the four corners of the world. Each nation was given a body of sacred knowledge that held a different portion of the truth to preserve. True reality could not be known until all the nations reunited, combining the information. If a single one was missing, the world could not be reborn and darkness would prevail. The Science of Magic Radio is dedicated to reuniting the sacred knowledge. With the understanding, none of us has all the answers, but together we can open new perceptions and possibilities. Through our combined vision, the world can be reborn into a place where darkness no longer prevails. Join me, Gwilda Wiecka, and the Science of Magic daily on the Exxon Broadcast Network, xzbn.net, or visit us at thescienceofmagic.net. I saw her sitting in the rain Welcome back, everyone. Uh, Linda Joyce is our guest this hour, www.lindajoyce.com, and she's the author of 
The Man Thing. And once again, her website is www.lindajoyce.com. Linda, what was the most, the most startling thing that you discovered about men doing this research for your book, The Man Thing? Well, the first one I've already told you was how much men struggle every day just to prove that they're a man. Mm -hmm. And the second one was, uh, there's a a couple of them. Uh, The other thing was that I also realized, as I told you, how much men really want to please women, which was actually very exciting on my part, and I think women have to realize that, and how difficult it was for men to meet most women's expectations because we're based on fantasy. So a lot of men walked away from loving relationships because the woman expected too much. And even if she didn't really care if she got it, Mm -hmm. he needed to feel he could give it to her. So men have this thing, they can't be a man if they don't succeed, if they don't give you what you expect. So, you know, what? one definition of uh, a high-maintenance woman was woman with high expectations. So what is your advice for women if they want to get a man? Well, first of all, they don't think you can change them, for one thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the big thing. Men hate to be changed, you know, that women always want to change them. And... And I think that a woman has to realize that for a man, depending on who she's with, timing is everything. If the man is open to a relationship, he's going to be open to a relationship. If he's not, he, you could be the perfect woman and he's not going to be interested because love is not at the top of a man's list. It's at the top of a woman's list. No, no. Because for a lot of American men, it's success and money and power. Based they want on- to prove they're a man and then they're going to find love. But most of them don't have any time for love, and then when it comes time for it, they don't know what to do with it. So um, that's the problem if you put it aside. But um, I think that I have a lot more respect for men having to deal with their image so strongly because, um, you know, women have image issues differently than men. But um, I found them, I found the part that was missing in a lot of discussions. I found that in the interviews. Mm-hmm. I found that they were sensitive beings. I found that they, they had their emotions, that they had their issues, and that if you took the time to really understand that, that um, you could really get to know them and have a great relationship. And I think that, unfortunately, men don't always offer that. You, as a woman, you're going to have to know that it exists and go after it. All right, so you interviewed 100 men, right? Yes, I did. Okay, so how can, in all fairness, can we say that these 100 men represent the rest of the men in the United States and anywhere else in the world? Well, what was very interesting was that a theme emerged very early. That's what I was interested in seeing. That in in so many of the questions I asked from people from all over the country, from the middle of Midwest and farmers are raised in wealthy families, that the issues of men, you know, were something they all dealt with. And they all, you know, yeah, they had different answers to it, but they were all down the same line, you know. It's like, um, it's, it's a challenge. It's a challenge to be a man, and you need a man to turn you into a man. If you don't have a man or a good father in your life or a good mentor, it's going to be difficult. And you're going to feel lost, you're going to feel disconnected, you're going to feel more alone. A lot of men found a mentor in some way, and part of the book, I, I have the men who found mentors. It yeah. was amazing. But you, um, but you it, know, finding it, a also mentor... you can learn from other men, and I think men are changing. I think... I found that men are starting to open up to other men and talk about things. You know how a man supports another man in, 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 a, in a problem? They go out drinking. They, they close no, the bar. No, 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 no. Yes, we do, darling. I'm sorry. That's, that's, that's what every man told me, practically. No, no, what? No, 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 no. The per, a small percentage of the American men told you. A very small percentage. And, I, you know, I, I find it hard that, that we can actually use the opinions of 100 men to... No, but it's a good... Wait a sec, 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 wait a second. Hold on here, hold on here. Now, you see, I've got the control button over here. So I, I, need, to, I need to say a few things here. And I, I, like, I, I understand that 
that a hundred men may say this. But how many other men out there are saying, like I am tonight, saying, what are you talking about? Well, darling, I think that most men have trouble talking about their emotions and their feelings. I do. Would you say that these are mostly single men or married men? I, I have seen married men who are in that love their wives when they marry them and they've the communication has disintegrated as well as the sex and they don't speak up and they don't talk about the problems which if they did because men won't go to therapy at least most men and the ones that do actually benefit from it because if you can understand and learn how to communicate you can solve a lot of the problems all right so but if you've got if you've got down. this if you've got this man and this woman who who have a problem in their marriage, and the man does not want to go to therapy, even though the woman wants him to go. Maybe it's obvious that they're better off apart, and they look for new they look for new love in all the wrong places. Uh, but you know, you know what's so sad is sometimes the problem that keeps them apart. It's not such a big problem if you talked about it. And how many times do we think? what other somebody is thinking, and it's not what they're thinking at all. Even if we were able to communicate that, we'd realize that they had a whole different opinion about it. That's a question you know, that only it, the people can answer, all right. Yeah, so communication is it's like, oh, and I was telling you about my doorman. The guy, he, he took a stand for what he believed in, and, and it worked out fantastic because, because it forced, actually, for her to deal with the issue that he, he felt was a problem, and um, and we have to have the courage to put what is bothering us on the table and stand up for it. And I think that's true in any generation. But I think in the old generation, women didn't confront men; they just went along and did the best they could. Now women are taking a stand, and men are having to stand up for themselves too. It's a whole different ball game, but it, it's based on that. And I think the more we understand what are some of the challenges that men have. You know, what this book reveals is the problems men face. Whether you deal with it the same way as some of the men in the book or you don't, it's a problem every man has to face. Those are the problems I have in the book. It sounds Those like it t- sounds like men are turning into sissies. Well, some of them are, darling, and they they need but do you see the other side of the coin is how do you balance sissy with macho? You know, macho is not right because it shuts out all vulnerability and feelings and sissy's not right because then you're just whining about everything. So you see what I'm saying? It's like we have to find a, a new image, a new mask, a new something to strive for where men can do both and still feel like a man. Well, is, isn't that the same problem women face? Well, women are facing new problems now because now they're becoming independent and they don't need to have a man take care of them. So they're kind of uh, hooked on, on their independence, which yeah. is not going to necessarily make them happy either because the women who wait too long want to get married, miss out on having children, having a husband, and then they want that. But isn't it a so matter I don't of personal think choice? People are that clear on what they really want? I think we're in a transition, and it's very unclear. But isn't it and a I matter of personal choice? Well, I don't think people, when you're young, you don't think that it's going to be a problem. You just do it. You know, you want you want to be head of a company. You want to do this. You go for it. You don't think of the sacrifices you're making, and then all of a sudden, you're at an age that crept up on you. And you wonder what the hell happened. All right. And Earlier you told us you were divorced. What kind of man yes. are you looking for? I, I'm looking for a man of character. I'm an old-fashioned person. I don't bring that into my interviews. Mm-hmm. I have the wonderful ability to listen to somebody yeah. and not put my own opinion there. But what do I like? I like somebody who is going to be able to stand up for himself in his own truth, tell me what he thinks. I'm certainly going to tell him what I think yeah. in a nice way. I'm not going to be critical that way, but I will certainly express my, my opinion. And, and I love to have a discussion. I love, I love somebody who's intellectual. I like a man who, who has ideas and thoughts and challenges me in some way. That's more important to me than how he looks and how much money he has. I, I, I'm really attracted to the mental process. 
Well, Linda, it's time that you and I say so long for tonight. I want to thank you very much for joining us. I wish you continued success. And Exonation, if thank you'd you like so to much. find out more about Linda, her book is entitled The Man Thing, and her website is www.lindajoyce.com. We'll be back on the other side of the news. Don't go away. Good time lovers were never true. Playing a fool's game, hoping to win. Telling those sweet lies and losing again. I was looking for love in all the wrong places. Looking for love in too many faces. Searching their eyes, looking for traces of what I'm dreaming of. Hoping to find a friend and a lover. I'll bless the day. alone then, no love in sight I did everything I could to get me through the night 